This is the Nothing But Bucks podcast. Now, here's your host, TJ Reeves. What a night on Christmas Eve at Raymond James Stadium. And here we are coming to you on the eve of Santa on his sleigh with the reindeer. Rudolph with the red nose so bright. No, I'm not going to sing it. Uh, won't you bring my Buccaneers another win tonight? And that is exactly what has happened. Welcome in. It's the latest edition of the Nothing But Bucks podcast, the Christmas edition. Merry Christmas, Buccaneer fans. Happy holidays. And oh, my goodness. Oh, uh, do you like what you're seeing right now? Do you like what you're hearing on Buccaneers radio? You should. That's four consecutive wins by virtue of a 30-12 to victory over cross-state rival Jacksonville, which wasn't even that close. It's a 30 to nothing game in the second half. Uh, the Buccaneers have found something. You're going to hear the players talking about what their theories are that they have found, but clearly now since the second half of the Carolina game, this team has clicked for three and a half games, offensively, defensively, and now they are in prime position to be in the playoffs and certainly at the forefront win the NFC South and host a playoff game coming up. So thank you for finding us Christmas Eve turning into Christmas Day, however and wherever you have found us. I know there are Buccaneer fans not only listening in the area, not only in the state of Florida, but wherever you have found us. Rejoice! Rejoice! With a Buccaneer fourth straight win for the first time since 2021, the Tom Brady 13-win season that he led with all those star players, a lot of them still on this team. Guys like Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Tristan Wirfs, Levante David, Vita Vea, Shaq Barrett. You're going to stop me here. Carlton Davis, Antoine Winfield Jr., uh, Jamel Dean, William Golston, on and on. All guys that were part of that Super Bowl team and the 2021 team. And it's showing up large late in the year that this leadership and talented players are getting wins. There is no doubt. Uh, about that. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to get into the highlights. We're going to give you some player interviews, and then I'm going to get out of here before Santa arrives on Christmas Eve. Suffice to say this, off the win over Green Bay, a lot being made of, okay, can you do this against a team with a winning record? Because the Buccaneers have, uh, they don't at the moment have a win over a team with a winning record. Now, that being said, the Minnesota Vikings came into play this weekend seven and seven. And the Buccaneers beat them in the opening game of the season. The uh, New Orleans Saints came into the play this weekend 7-7 seven and seven, and in the playoff hunt. And the Buccaneers beat them back earlier in the year. Now, both of those teams have lost the Saints back on Thursday night, Minnesota today. The Bucs can't control that. Uh, Atlanta was definitely fighting for their playoff lives at home. Buccaneers beat them two weeks ago. Green Bay clearly fighting for their playoff lives at Lambeau last week. Buccaneers beat them late in the year. Now you play Jacksonville fighting for their playoff lives, leading the division in the AFC South. And look at the performance. You you can only beat the teams that are in front of you. And that's what the Buccaneers have done and have gotten themselves to 8-7, and seven, got off the canvas, dusted themselves off. And my goodness, does it look good right now for Todd Bowles' crew, Baker Mayfield leading this team, Antoine Winfield, who you're going to hear from in a little bit on Nothing But Bucks. Uh, give credit where it's due. Again, we're here after each and every Buccaneer game on the uh, Buccaneers mobile app, Buccaneers.com, the official recap, highlights upcoming from Mean Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore and a lot of them on this podcast, player interviews and much more. We're here right after each and every Buccaneer game. The next game, obviously, with the Saints, massive one at home. We'll be here after it's over. We'll be here all the way through what is the likely postseason run now of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're on the cusp. We can't say you're there yet. But you're, you can see it from where you are. You can almost touch it from where you are because they're firmly in the NFC playoff picture as a wild card, and they're on the verge of clinching the South in a home playoff game with the way that they played. All right, let's get into it. 
Let's talk about what happened on Sunday afternoon of Christmas Eve. The Bucks previously just two and seven on Christmas Eve did win back-to-back games in 2005 and 2006. Remember the wild game with Michael Vick and the Falcons won by Chris Sims, uh, Joey Galloway and company uh, at Raymond James Stadium on Christmas Eve, which was a Saturday that year. In overtime, Dwayne White had to block a field goal that Atlanta could have won the game with. Matt Bryant eventually won the game with a field goal in the final minute. And the Buccaneers went on to win the division and make the playoffs that year as well. That's the only home Christmas Eve win you've ever had. Only two in your history. But this one this one belonged to the Buccaneers really from the jump. You did so many things well uh, in this game. Did not beat themselves. Let Trevor Lawrence, who came in off concussion protocol, injured ankle as well. Let him make mistakes. Defense forcing him into mistakes. And you're going to hear that in the highlights. So the Buccaneers took the opening drive and right off the bat got a big third down conversion. This is what opened up the Green Bay offensive showcase last week. Getting the ball early in the game and throughout the first half to this guy, Chris Godwin. Mike Evans wide to the left draws man coverage from Tyson Campbell. Shotgun look, Baker Mayfield, third down seven. Good protection up front, starts to break down, throws the full sideline right. Ball, ball at the 20 yard line. It is Chris Godwin with a huge over the shoulder catch. And Mayfield delivers a dime right into his mitts on the far sideline. And the Bucks are inside the Verizon red zone at the Jaguar 19 yard line. What a throw by Baker Mayfield. Again, Mean Gene Deckerhoff on the calls here. He and Dave Moore and I on Buccaneers Radio. As that completion happens, the Bucks drive stalls after a couple of third down conversions. You ultimately, though, get on the board right here. This has been an unsung part of the Buccaneers' success. Chase McLaughlin making kick after kick and getting you on the board to start things off on Christmas Eve. The spot of the ball will be the 14-yard line. This will be a 24-yard field goal attempt. Chase McLaughlin. First-year punter or kicker for the Bucks. His kick is airborne and good, and Tampa Bay has taken a 3 nothing lead. Good-looking drive. you got to get points, and we do. That field goal makes the game 3 nothing. He would be a key part of this game in helping put distance between the Buccaneers and the Jaguars. So, too, would the defense. So much was made about Devin White not playing last week, about White saying he, he couldn't go. Uh, didn't play in Green Bay, inactive for a third straight game. First time in four games he's out there, and what do you do? You change the narrative if you're Devin White, including right here off the Jags' star quarterback. Third down and 14. Almost 15 to move. Felt high snap, dropping the throw out of the gun. The pass is intercepted, picked off by Devin White to the 40. Outside the numbers to the 44-yard line. Devin White, welcome back, son. Second interception of the season, as Mean Gene called it, and this Buccaneer opportunistic defense kicking it into gear at the right time. Great play by White to anticipate, pick it off. A moment of redemption for him after a lot of criticism. And this is what else the Buccaneers have been doing. That is taking takeaways and turning them into seven points. It did not take long right here. Early part of the second quarter, down around the goal line to cash in. Godwin on the right edge to the left is Evans dropping back to throw maybe throws a far side front ball Mike Evans touchdown Tampa Bay fire the cannons Bucks take a nine to nothing lead. I know it's Christmas and I love these presents under the tree. You can't, you, you, I can't get enough of Mayfield to Evans touchdown touchdown Tampa Bay fire them cannons. Mike Evans there with his 93rd career touchdown catch. I mean the approach is on to 100 touchdown catches. We're going to ask the head coach about that a little bit later on. You're going to hear from Mike a little bit later on. 
on nothing but bucks. That makes the game 10-0. I can tell you at field level, rocking crowd on Christmas Eve at Raymond James Stadium, when it was 10-0, it's just a matter now, can the Bucks clamp down on the Jaguars and deal them a psychological blow? You know who else has been playing at a tremendous level? Uh, coming off that groin injury, slight groin injury a few weeks ago, welcome back Levante David the last three or four weeks. How, how about this guy and the level he's been playing at as the defense turned it up? So a five-man, maybe a six-man front. To the corners up at the line of scrimmage. K.J. Britt, a linebacker up there as well. Play action fake, dropping back at the late. It's under pressure. Lawrence goes down with a sack at the 27-yard line. Levante David. Nobody blitzes as a linebacker better than number 54 in your program. Levante David just clobbered Trevor Lawrence. Levante got that sack. They were harassing Trevor Lawrence. Again, he had been in concussion protocol in the aftermath of their loss uh, back on Sunday night to Baltimore. He looked shaky at times trying to throw the football, and the Bucs just kept putting the pressure on throughout the game. Now, the Jags would miss a field goal, and then the Buccaneers would end up getting a field goal and put themselves up 13-0. And then guess who just started once again showing himself in this game? How about Antoine Winfield Jr.? Good snap on second down and five. Lawrence throws a deep ball. It is. Oh, is it picked off? It is. Intercepted at the 35-yard line. Picked off by Antoine Winfield Jr. What a great diving interception at the 35-yard line. Winfield's interception, a nose for the football. Everywhere, all around it. That is now his fourth interception on the season as the takeaways continue to mount up. And here's another big theme that we have seen in these games with Atlanta, Green Bay, and now here against Jacksonville. Turn the turnover, the takeaway into seven points. Baker Mayfield uses a couple of pinpoint passes to move into scoring range. And then you know who he's going to when he gets the opportunity. Here's the snap on first down from the 22. Mayfield throws toward the end zone. Club ball! Mike Evans, touchdown Tampa Bay! Evans has two today! Merry Christmas, Michael! Mean Gene fired up, and rightfully so. Mayfield threw a dagger there, right where his guy could catch it through the double coverage. Mike Evans' 94th career touchdown reception. Baker Mayfield becomes only the second Buccaneer quarterback in his first season to throw 25 or more touchdowns. The other guy's Tom Brady in 2020. Uh, again, you, you can't say enough about since the second half of the Carolina game, this team just keeps putting the ball in the end zone. And it, it, I mean, you couldn't say it's completely over in the first half, but it's 20 to nothing with the Buck Holden crowd, with the Jaguars' bad body language. You just got the sense here that the Buccaneers were going to stomp on the accelerator. And who else but Antoine Winfield Jr. is all over it late in the half. Third down three, Mark to make the 30-yard line, moving left for the north end zone. For the Buccaneers leading 20 to zip. Good snap, belt high, blitz coming, under pressure. Lawrence goes down for the third time. Winfield gets to him. Antoine Winfield's got the interception. He's got the sack. What's he need to do to get the hat trick, Dave? They get the sack fumble. They don't end up getting points at the end of the half, but the end result is a 20 to nothing halftime lead for the Buccaneers. And again, Coach Todd Bowles was thrilled with his defense, with the takeaways, with Evans and his ability to get in the end zone. He said to me at halftime on Buccaneers Radio, finish the game, finish the game. That was the message at halftime, uh, obviously to a team that had finished the Green Bay game a week ago and would do so 
here in this situation. Let's go to the second half highlights here on Nothing But Bucks and pick it up with another young player, Yaya Diaby, the rookie out of Louisville. How good has this guy been, especially in the second half of the season? And here you go. First possession of the second half. We set a blitzer up, and Lawrence is close out. out. Is it recovered by the Bucks? It is! Trevor Lawrence took a vicious hit, and the ball pops out, and the Bucks have a takeaway again. That's the hat trick, a sack, a fumble caused, and a fumble recovered on Lawrence. Now his third turnover in the game, and the Buccaneers are set up to really uh, deal the killer psychological blow on Jacksonville in the third quarter. Uh, Mayfield finds Payne Durham, the rookie tight end, another young player inside the five-yard line, and you run up to the line of scrimmage and punch it in right here. And a quick handoff to Rashad White. Wiggles to his right. He's in. He's in. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Buccaneers have scored three touchdowns off Jaguar turnovers and lead 26 to nothing. Rashad White, another rushing touchdown. Credit where it is due because this team, again, gets in the red zone and again gets another touchdown. Uh, time after time, you keep seeing it. And this, this was now a stretch after that touchdown. Uh, and it actually would continue on the next drive with uh, McLaughlin kicking yet another field goal uh, in the game to up the lead to 30 to nothing. Where the Buccaneers going back to halftime of the Green Bay game had six touchdowns, four field goals, and a kneel down possession in, in five quarters of football. The last 11 times are six touchdowns, four field goals, and a kneel down at the end of the Green Bay game. You're up after the McLaughlin field goal, uh, 30 to nothing. You've basically got the game on cruise control at this point. Again, for Chase McLaughlin, a 51-yard field goal. He becomes the first Buccaneer kicker since Connor Bard, only the second one ever, to have six 50-yard or more field goals in the same season. I don't lost money that our buddy Martin Gramatica, he and Carlos Bojorquez do the great job on Buccaneer Spanish radio broadcast. I would have thought Martin had six 50-yard field goals in one of those seasons back in 99, 2000, etc. But not the case. Still a great kicker. And Chase McLaughlin bangs it through uh, to make the game 30 to nothing. And really, you could just tell from the Jaguars' body language, it's Christmas Eve. They're in a losing streak. Trevor Lawrence is not right physically. He's being knocked around. The game is done. I mean, I realize the Jaguars got a touchdown late in the third quarter, but th this game is over and done with. And who else to help seal it but number 31 making a bid not only for all pro status, but how about Antoine Winfield Jr. making some noise about defensive player of the year in the NFL. Here you go. There's a quick snap, tempo, a pass underneath the Buccaneers zone, and again it's Evan Ingram. Hikes through, hey, bumble the football. It's recovered by the Buccaneers. Was he down by contact? No, Winfield has another big time play. Turnover, Jaguars. Winfield, part of that play where the ball is knocked out, they end up recovering. I mean, how much more does this guy have to do? Sacks, interceptions, fumble recoveries, passes defended. Uh, again, it's rare that a guy in the back end of the defense can have that kind of impact, but that is exactly what Antoine Winfield has been doing to this point in the season. He is not Rondé Barber. Hear me clearly, Buccaneer fans. He's got to do it for another decade to be Rondé Barber. He's now in his fourth year in the league. But he reminds you of Rondé Barber being able to rush the quarterback, being able to, to uh, strip sack a quarterback, make tackles in the backfield on backs, be able to go downfield, go 40, 50 yards downfield and run and cover people. 
Winfield has been everywhere, and he, he's keying a defense that is getting right at the right time right now in this season. Uh, again, it's rare that a guy in the secondary gets defensive player of the year consideration. Usually that's reserved for pass rushers, for defensive linemen, linebacker pass rushers, you know, middle linebackers that are making 120 tackles and a, a bunch of sacks and, and a bunch of fumble recoveries. But Antoine Winfield's numbers right now are crazy for a safety and the Buccaneers are winning. That's another important part of the defensive player of the year consideration. He should be given consideration and get some votes and we're gonna hear more from him in a little bit. And one more time, the defense still getting after the quarterback. Trevor Lawrence finally went to the bench after being knocked around the game's 30 to six. The Buck defense turning it up on the backup, C.J. Beathard, including right here. Third down and goal. Empty backfield, belt high snap, pressure coming, pressure, he's sacked! Back at the 20-yard line, Yaya Diaby with his second sack of the game. He's got seven now in his rookie season. Yaya Diaby everywhere. Mean Gene Deckerhoff and Dave Moore calling this stuff on Buccaneers Radio 98 Rock, all of our affiliates, the Buccaneers mobile app. It was a blast, a blast to do this on uh, Christmas Eve, and again, the Jags would get one more meaningless touchdown in the final four minutes. The Bucks got the onside kick, and the bottom line is the Buccaneers are rolling. Say whatever you want. They have changed the narrative on a season where you saw six losses in seven games. This is four straight, kids. Uh, you talk about a Merry Christmas. This is four straight wins, and I don't care about Talking about competition, this and competition. I mean, you win the games that are in front of you. You go make the playoffs. You go do games. I say two weeks later, as I said two weeks ago, for all of those going, draft pick, draft, we got to play for the draft pick. I said I would hold the door for all of you. I know some of you are now knocking back on my door, wanting to come back in and get, maybe I'm in the benevolent Christmas spirit and I might let you back in. If you were talking about draft pick and let's fire the coach and let's get rid of Baker Mayfield, I mean, I think it's fair to say Baker Mayfield has taken this team and has taken this town, this Tampa Bay area, by storm with the way he's played, especially the last couple of games. Fourth quarter in Atlanta with a game on the line, four full quarters against Green Bay, and now this game on Sunday. I mean, you can't say enough about the job he has done and the job that the Buccaneers have done. Baker, again, under composure, not turning the ball over. He finishes the day 26 of 35, 283, and the two touchdowns. Another tremendous job from him. Uh, and let's go inside that Buccaneer locker room after this was done here on Christmas Eve. On Sunday night, the 24th, the Bucks get the win. I got the chance to talk first to Rashad White, who had the touchdown, and then to Baker Mayfield during this part of our Hooters postgame show coverage as part of Buccaneers Radio. Let's listen in right now. Christmas is going to be here in a few hours, but Rashad White stands here with me. There were some gifts under the tree tonight against Jacksonville. What about this performance and this win? Uh, yeah, it was just huge, man. Um, us to just keep going, keep rallying, um, uh, just keep coming out and keep fighting every day, every week, man. It's, you know, these past four or five weeks been showing who we, who we really are. On that note, what has clicked? Why are you guys especially putting touchdowns on the board the way you have the last three weeks? 
Uh, honestly, we just knew that was a, a, a what a hurdle that we needed to get over and climb. And uh, we've been doing a good job as an office of, of driving all year. But, yeah, we just couldn't put it together. And uh, like I said, we would make little mistakes. And we just cleaned those up these past, whatever, four or five weeks. And everybody just doing their thing. And we we got some swag. We, we in a rhythm. When the game was 13 to nothing, what, if anything, was being said for the offense, especially when you got a turnover or two of let's go finish this and put it away? Yeah, so, yeah, that's the huge thing, man. Our defense is that, man. What like four or five turnovers, man? That means a lot, especially in that territory. So us, we just knew, you know, we ain't really these opportunities don't come around like you know all the time. So we know it's rare, and uh, when we get that chance to show and get that field position, we got to go finish. So that that was the biggest thing. Let's finish every drive. I know the team stuff's the most important thing, but you have really come on the second half of the year. Another rushing touchdown today. We've seen you with the receiving touchdowns. How comfortable are you in this Dave Canales offense and with the results we're seeing? Uh, honestly, yeah, man, I'm just blessed, man. I'm just grateful, man. I stayed the course, you know, coaches, they all believed in me since the offseason. All believed in me this season, man. My linemen, they've been doing a good job, man, of just getting a body on a body. And, and then for me, from there, it's just me being a playmaker, being, me being my skill set, just understanding when to run through somebody and when to juke them, man. There are a, ton, there are a ton of Buck fans listening live right now and later on the podcast. You want to wish them a Merry Christmas? Go ahead. Yeah, for sure, man. Merry Christmas to the crew, man. We love y'all. Thank you, Rashad White. And again, he played uh, well enough for this team. He ended up carrying the ball 20 times, 38 yards. Did have the touchdown, six catches, 38 yards as well. The Buccaneers most importantly win the game, 30 to 12. Baker Mayfield now with me here as well. Congratulations on the win. As I was just talking about with Rashad White, what have you guys found the last three weeks as you continue to put points on the board and get it done offensively? Um, we just improved in all facets, run game, pass game, being on the same page, uh, and just improving, sustaining drives. Uh, we got we got to finish better. You know, we started off hot today, and that was really good, but we got to finish better. But um, we're playing a lot of complimentary football as a, as a full team, though. That's great. Say something about Mike Evans. You went to him early a couple of times, including a touchdown in the first half. Just say something about finding that guy. He finds a way to always get open. Um, Man coverage, safety in the middle. Uh, whenever they don't double cover him, we got a chance to complete a touchdown. So uh, just taking advantage of that, and he always finds a way to get open. Again, you have done this before in Cleveland and taken a team to the playoffs. A lot of these players have been in the playoffs and won the Super Bowl. Expound again on playing your best ball at the end of the year. This is four straight. Builds confidence. You know, we went through a few rough patches there in the middle of the year, but this team never flinched. We learned a lot about it, and we just continue to get better and improve. And so right now we're, we're getting hot at the right time, and that's what you need to do it. All right, same thing I said to Rashad. There are a ton of Buck fans that are listening that are going to hear this later on the podcast. Do you want to be like Santa and wish them a Merry Christmas? Go ahead. Merry Christmas, Bucks fans. We got one more. 30-12. to 12, The Buccaneers win, and it wasn't really that close, folks. Uh, Buccaneer victory, a sweet win uh, for this team as they're able to get the job done. Mike Evans, uh, who you're going to hear from as well in all of this here in just a second, uh, give him a lot of credit. Evans finishes in uh, in this game with uh, seven catches, 86 yards, two more touchdowns, as we mentioned. He's having a Pro Bowl-type year. Uh, has been such a weapon with Mayfield uh, throughout the year. Chris Godwin, by the way, we did have the one early highlight, six catches, 78 yards. Rashad White, six catches, 38 yards in the game. Just spread the wealth. Trey Palmer, four catches in the screen game, 42 yards. Time and again, the Bucs had to convert third downs. They did that repeatedly over and over and over again in this game. I know at one point in the game, they had been four of seven 
on third down. I'm checking my final stats. They ended up five of nine on third down, even went for the fourth down. We didn't have the highlight, went for the fourth down in the first half and got it. And then Baker Mayfield on another third down, barreling through the defense inside the five-yard line before the Evans touchdown. This team's playing with swagger and is feeling it. Let's go back inside the Buccaneer locker room and hear from Mike Evans along with Yaya Diaby and Coach Todd Bowles right here in this moment. 30 to 12, I'm saying Merry Christmas to Mike Evans. Goodness gracious, what a performance uh, for this team up at one point, 30 to nothing. Why did you have so much success, especially in the first half, to get up big? I mean, we played good ball. We played hard. We executed and made a lot of plays. Describe the touchdown, the first one down around the goal line. HLB. Uh, <laughs> that's highest level, by the way. That's what that means. Uh, shout out D-Rye. But um, it was just a simple you know, slant return. I've ran one of those in 2021 uh, against the Falcons, and I brought it back out. What is that feeling? The ball's coming to you. You know you're open. You've done it a ton, but what's that feeling? I mean, it's a great feeling. you got to lock it in and catch it. Uh, this team has found something in Atlanta last week in Green Bay, and now it continues today. What can you put your finger on, or maybe a couple of things? Oh, we're just playing good ball at the right time. You know, that's all I can I can say. Uh, and we just keep playing. We keep coming to work, and we're a very resilient team. I'm saying the same thing that I said to Rashad and to Baker Mayfield. You want to wish the Buck fans a Merry Christmas here on Christmas Eve? Yeah, Bucks fans. Um, I love you. The team loves y'all. Uh, Merry Christmas to all. There you go. Thank you. Merry Christmas, Mike Evans. As he comes up with a two-touchdown day on this one, seven more catches, now 94 career touchdown catches. Just a tremendous performance by this Buccaneer offense to get up 30 to nothing, especially when you go back to the second half of the Atlanta game and look at the touchdowns that went on the board. You look at last week with 34 more points, 30 more points tonight that the Buccaneers basically had through three quarters of this game as they're able to get the victory. We still await the opportunity to talk with head coach Todd Bowles in a few moments. Stand by uh, for that conversation. We also sneak over here by Yaya Diaby on Buccaneers Radio to see if he can join us here in just a second as the Bucks come up with this performance uh, tonight. Defense all over the field, Yaya all over the field uh, as well as part of this as the Buccaneers get a Christmas Eve win and a fourth straight victory for the first time since 2021. Yaya, we're live here on Buccaneers Radio. Congratulations on the win. That is the most important thing. I'm going to ask you the same thing I've been asking the other guys. What has this team found the last three weeks in Atlanta, Green Bay, and here? Man, it's just the one. The one. Everyone's coming to work. Everybody's working. Everybody's focused. We've been having excellent, excellent practices, you know, pushing each other. And, you know, the goal is higher than just today. we got to keep going and then take um, now the next step is the Saints. You got a hat trick, a sack, a sack fumble caused, and a recovery. Describe the play. Just the one. Just trying to get there. Trying to beat just beat my other teammates to the ball and just get there. Why is the defense having so much success taking the ball away, the last three games especially? Man, that's what we preach on in practice, you know. That's how we practice. We practice to take away, take away, take away. So now it's finally it's finally showing. So today was a great day for that. And one more, how confident is this team? Four straight wins at the end of the season here when you need it. Man, it's just it's just the just the first step. You know, we gotta keep going. We gotta keep going. It's just we're not satisfied with this. You know, it's it's great and all, but we gotta keep going. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Merry Christmas. Thank you. And the Bucks again have won this one. Thirty to twelve is our final, and Coach Todd Bowles 
is about to be available for us immediately after this win here tonight as the Buccaneers at one point led the game 30 to nothing and finish it off against the AFC South leading Jacksonville Jaguars. And coach, congratulations. We're live here on Buccaneers radio after this is done. This was impressive for much of this game. Tell me more about what you saw and why it became a one-sided 30 to nothing game. We played complimentary football. The offense held the ball for a while in the first quarter. Defense got turnovers early. That got us. That got momentum going, and everybody was on the same page. And we got on the roll. You got the takeaways, and you not only got them, you got touchdowns after them. After the first three takeaways, you got 21 points. How big for the complimentary football is it to cash those in with six? It's huge, especially with the team we were playing and how great that quarterback is. We've seen him on tape many times come back from a lot of things. So to get points early and try to sustain it and have us sustain it was huge for us. Mike Evans, another big part of this win today. That's touchdown catches number 93 and 94. And 100 could be in reach, seriously, in this season for his career. Uh, tell me more about uh, what he's done here and what he's just really done all throughout this season. It's been unbelievable to watch and you, you say, you know, you say the same things every week, but he does the same things every week. He's a great receiver. He's a great player, uh, respected by everyone in the locker room, works hard, uh, brings other receivers along. He, he's a he's an unbelievable football player and an unbelievable person. I know a lot of these interviews, I ask you about the same guys that are doing amazing things. Antoine Winfield Jr. There he is. Uh, again, with an interception and then later with a fumble recovery, he's making tackles in the run game. Uh, I, I don't get to vote, but that guy should be under consideration for defensive player of the year in this league. I'm saying that. What, do you, what are you seeing out of him? What did you see again today against Jacksonville? Comes up huge in big games. He comes up huge every game for us. Uh, unbelievable. Our playmakers are making plays right now. That's what you want in December, leading us down the path. Everybody's playing their role. Everybody knows their role, and we're getting contributions from everybody. Along those same lines, since the second half of the Carolina game, you have put three and a half games together uh, right now uh, that has your team rolling. What can you put your finger on? What have you found right now that you want to continue as we make the kick, the kickstart run down the stretch of the season? Younger guys got the hiccups out the way in the middle of the season. They're playing good, solid football right now. Everybody sees the light at the end of the tunnel, and everybody wants it bad, so we're working hard for it. Another young name, Yaya Diaby, play after play. Got a 12-yard tackle for loss. He later got a sack fumble and a recovery. Uh, what do you see out of that young man's development, especially in the second half of the season on the defensive side? Huge for us. Shuts down the run game on his side. Comes up huge in the pass game week after week, getting pressure on the quarterback and love where he's at right now. So much was made about Devin White and him not playing. And there's Devin White right away with an interception. Say something about that and how it helped energize things in the first half, if you would. Extremely good football player. You know, last week things got out of hand in the wrong way, but he bounced back. We bounced back. We believe in him. He believes in us, and we're going to roll from there. You know, you've done it Again, I'm asking you the same kind of question. You've done this for a while. Belief is a big thing. How much belief do you see right now out of this team at the right time? It's huge. It's been like that all year. Even the games we lost, we had belief. We knew we were making some mistake that we had to correct. And, you know, it started in spring and training camp when everybody got together and it's kind of carrying over and showing up now. All right. We know uh, it was loud tonight and now it is all in front of you for the final two games. You get one more at home with the Saints. And here we go with a, with a chance to take a huge step. If not, depending on what else happens, win the NFC South coming up. 
Uh, just tell me more about what kind of atmosphere you want one final game in this calendar year on New Year's Eve next weekend with New Orleans. Well, it's New Year's Eve. It's going to be loud. We're going to need that football game very badly. Uh, I want the crowd to be extremely loud, louder than they were this week. And we're going to try to come out with a win. And finally, it is Christmas Eve. It is the Bucks' third ever win on Christmas Eve. Any message for the Buck fans listening on the way home, on the postgame show, on the internet and elsewhere? Want to wish them a Merry Christmas? I want everybody to have a very Merry Christmas and come out next week and cheer us on. 30 to 12. The Buccaneers put a four-game win streak together here with two games to go and a chance to clinch the NFC South with no other help by winning the last two games. They get a little help with a loss for Atlanta in either of the last two games, and a win over New Orleans will clinch the South uh, at that point. Let's see how it plays out for next weekend, etc. Uh, let's continue on our Hooters postgame show as part of Buccaneers Radio and hear from some more of the happy Buccaneers, Robert Hainsey off the offensive line, Will Golston off the defensive line, and of course, we can't get out without Antoine Winfield uh, as well on this Buccaneer performance on Christmas Eve. 30-12 to 12 is our final. As the Buccaneers have beaten the Jacksonville Jaguars, Robert Hainsey is here still talking with the media. We will get a question or two in with him. We're live on Buccaneers Radio. Congratulations on the victory. I'm asking... Uh, everybody else, at least offensively, what has this team found over the last three and a half games, really second half of the Carolina game, then Atlanta, Green Bay, and now? What have you guys found? Um, it's longer than that. It's This goes back to Minnesota, man. It's It's been a long year. It's been a process. I was saying earlier, we, have a, we had a lot of new parts in my group, on offense, coaching staff, everything. There's a lot going on. And we knew that it wasn't going to be smooth sailing from day one. But we also knew that trust in the process, trusting each other, trusting our scheme and our coaches was going to lead us to where we need to go. Uh, we fought through those fought through the adversity early, and it made us a closer group. It made us a better group. And those are the things that you're seeing now. You're seeing us playing for each other. You're seeing us playing for the group, playing for the team, complimentary football. Those things have really shown, and that's why we've been playing, playing well. Can you say enough about Baker Mayfield, his play, the composure, the key throws on third down, getting touchdowns when you're in the red zone, and more. I can't. I can't say enough about him. I love Baker. I think I like playing with him. I play for him. I think we all do. I think he's the type of guy that you easily can get behind and lead because you trust him. You know what he's going to do. You know he's going to find a way to win. He's going to do everything in his power to keep us on, uh, uh, to get us in front and to finish the game. So I love playing with him. He is a six foot, probably 220 pound quarterback, and he's trying to make like a fullback down inside the five yard line in the first half to go get a first down. Uh, what, what does that do to inspire an offense when you're seeing that out of your quarterback? It's, it's the kind of guy he is, the type of man he is and player he is, and it, it gets you going, it gets you excited and lets you know that, hey, he's in there to fight just like we are. He's not trying to just sit back there and throw. He's going to do, like I said, whatever it takes to help his team win, and you, you love that from him. One more. You now have this right in front of you with New Orleans and Carolina, two wins, and you've won the South. Now you can also get some help beat New Orleans and win the South next week. How good a feeling going into the Christmas holiday here that if you take care of business, you've won the division, you're at home for a playoff game. You got everything we want, so it's it's outstanding to be in this position. We're fortunate to be in this position, and we worked really, really hard to be in this position, so we're excited to get to work, enjoy Christmas, and then get ready to go. Robert, thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Robert Hainsey with us in the midst of this Buccaneer victory, 30-12. to 12. We will keep it. Right here. What you got? 
you wanted to know rushing yards for them. I don't know rushing yards for them, but it couldn't have been more than about 50. Will Golston's asking me questions about the uh, about the Jaguars. Can I ask you a question about four wins in a row? Congratulations. What about it? It's an amazing feat, man. Uh, today was complimentary football on all fronts. It was rolling. Just keep it rolling. Hopefully we do the same thing in the playoffs. I'm told officially 37 yards for the Jaguars 37? running the ball. I mean, that means the run defense once again gets another notch. Uh, number 31, Antoine Winfield's about 20 feet away from us. Can you say enough about that guy? It's unexplainable the way that he transitioned from practice to the game. Like, if you saw him practice, he practiced harder than he played in the game. That's a, a great attribute from my 11 years. I've only seen a handful of guys do that. And that is obviously translating into Sunday, and he just got a nose around the ball, does he not? Mm -hmm. He is a ball hawk, right? Yeah. Punching the ball out, making tackles, interceptions. All he needs is a, a pick six, right? Correct. Then we're done. Uh, one more. You have won a Super Bowl. A lot of guys on this team have won a Super Bowl. All right, this is not everything. But what about the confidence level and the belief of this team at this stage with four straight wins late in the year when you have to have them? Coming off the Super Bowl, understanding what we did that year, uh, if we can roll this and keep it rolling, keep having the attention to the detail uh, on the defensive aspect, playing complimentary football, I think we do what we got to do in the playoffs. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas. There is Will Golston uh, with us live here on our Hooters postgame show. We will keep it right here and work our way over to Antoine Winfield Jr. Again, in this game, he had a fumble recovery. He had an interception. He had a couple of other stops for loss. We'll listen in as the media is talking with him and try to get a couple of questions in as well. Big team win, not just for the defense, but for everybody. Yeah, yeah, huge win, and we played complimentary football today, and um, offense did a great job of executing, and same with other guys on defense, did a great job of executing tonight. Antoine, we're live here on Buccaneers Radio, just real quick for one more. Can you talk about not only the takeaways, but the touchdowns after the takeaways and what that does for the confidence level of this team? Yeah, complimentary football, that's what we preach, especially at this time of the year, and we got to make sure that we continue to do that. Great stuff. I know you've been talking to the media. Hey, one more for the Bucks crew out there. You want to wish them a Merry Christmas? Merry Christmas, everybody, and a Happy New Year. There you go. There's Antoine Winfield, who had been talking for a couple of minutes with the media just before that. Again, Winfield should be getting consideration not only for Pro Bowl and All-Pro, but Defensive Player of the Year with the way that he's played. You start checking the boxes on takeaways, on uh, tackles for loss, on sacks, all the different things that he has, interceptions. And then, obviously, the Bucks have begun to win, which is another big part of uh, player of the year type status. If you're winning and on a winning team and a team that looks like it can win the division right now, that's what the Bucks have been able to do. That is for sure. So, again, it is a complete victory for the most part. Again, the Buccaneers led 30 to nothing at one point in this one before the Jags got a couple of late touchdowns to dress it up at 30 to 12. Again, we'll keep it right here for the moment on the Hooters postgame show after this Buccaneer victory as they have gotten the victory on Christmas Eve for only the third time in franchise history as the Bucks previously had won in back-to-back -back years, 2005 and 2006, one at home and one on the road. Now this is a third Christmas Eve win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We're also going to sneak over here. We've been talking offensive line and Tristan Wirfs is talking to the media as well. We'll stick a microphone in and listen to him and talk more about the offense. I have never lost faith in him, and I thought it was kind of – I understand that that's the kind of league we're in. Um, but I think Coach Bowles is an incredible head coach. Um, so, I, you know, super happy, you know, to, to be where we're at. Um, but, you know, 
I know what we're I know what we're playing for, and I know what 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 he wants as well. He wants for all of us. So, um, you know, we're we're sticking with that goal and um, doing everything we can to get there. Tristan, we're live on Buccaneers Radio as well. We joined you late. What has this team found over the last three and a half games since halftime of the Carolina game, especially on offense? I think we just found our rhythm. Um, we're kind of in a, in a in a rut there for a while, but you know, I I knew what we. Um, you know, I was saying it for saying it for weeks. You know, we just got to keep grinding, keep keep focus on the details, little things, um, and it's nice to finally be be on this other side now. You again have been part of a Super Bowl winning effort, and even the following year was a 13-year winning effort. This is not everything to win four games like this late in the year. But what does it say for the confidence level of this team to be doing this late in the year when you have to have it? Yeah, it's just it's just nice to be rolling right now. Um, you know, doing our best to win ball games, going out there and fight for each other. Um, and, and, you know, controlling our own destiny down the stretch. So, um, you know, we know it's ahead of us next week. You know, we're going to enjoy this, enjoy Christmas with our families and everything. Um, and, you know, do our best to take care of business next week. 30-22 is our final. And again, for the Buccaneers, we were giving you some of the offensive superlatives. How about the defense uh, in this football game as well? Levante David, eight tackles, a tackle for loss, and a sack. Christian Izian, a tremendous ball-hawking tackler, in the defensive backfield with six tackles. Yaya Diaby, who you heard from, five tackles, a sack and a half, two tackles for loss, a fumble forced and recovered on that hat trick play. Antoine Winfield, three tackles, a sack, a tackle for loss, as well as an interception, as well as a fumble recovery. I mean, how much more do you have to see out of what this Buck defense has been doing? And again, for Devin White, four tackles in the game, gets a half a sack, gets an interception in the game. He was aggressive. The Buccaneer defense was aggressive, and this was a decisive win. They deal a psychological blow to the Jaguars on Sunday night on Christmas Eve. All right, so that sets into motion now. The uh, matchup with the New Orleans Saints coming on New Year's Eve this Sunday as the Bucs look to take a massive step towards winning the NFC South. They will all but clinch the South with the victory over the New Orleans Saints, which would be a head-to-head sweep of the Saints if you are able to get it next weekend that game coming at one eastern time as it stands right now the nfl could still choose to move that game it's not likely that they are going to move the game because the game is scheduled to be televised by fox and fox only has one it's not a double header for fox they only have one afternoon game right now for next weekend um, on fox and that's the steelers and the seahawks because seattle is obviously in the pacific time zone so that game's not going to move so it looks like buccaneers saints will stay right there on Fox as a very intriguing game that is going to be coming because the Buccaneers have a chance now to potentially win the NFC South. Again, the Falcons won Sunday over Indianapolis, but if the Falcons playing at the same time as the Buccaneers and the Saints don't beat the Bears and the Bucs win over New Orleans, that's it. The South is clinched with nothing needed uh, in the Week 18 game. The Final game of the year. If the Bucs beat the Saints and the Falcons lose one more, the Falcons can't get to nine wins if they lose one more. That's a ninth win for the Buccaneers if they beat the Saints next week. So let's just see how it's all going to play out. You won all the way back at the beginning of the year in New Orleans. The Saints are reeling right now. They uh, they did uh, lose in Los Angeles. Matt Stafford uh, lit them up. Again, Atlanta beat them a couple of weeks ago as well. They have shown vulnerability. Detroit beat them in the Superdome. This Buccaneer team has beaten them. They're 7-8. and eight. Again, it's a division rival, but they are struggling right now in New Orleans. And they are a team that if you play clean 
without fumbling, without penalties, without making mistakes, you've got a great chance to obviously beat the Saints. And maybe we're talking about NFC South victory. It could be a hat and a shirt weekend for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day on Monday, NFC South champs. Maybe it's going to have to wait till the final weekend, but wouldn't it be sweet for the Buccaneers to put it between the eyes on New Orleans, win the NFC South, and be able to relax a little bit uh, and get healthier with that final game not meaning anything in Carolina on the final week of the season. Again, we'll see. Again, if Atlanta wins next weekend, there is still obviously the possibility that the Falcons have won out and won nine games, and there could be a tiebreaker, et cetera, et cetera. Again, for the Bucs, just beat the Saints and beat the Panthers. You need no other help. You've won the South. You've won the division. And right now, who's going to go against them with the job that they are doing? Tremendous stuff here to this point for the Buccaneers with a four-game win streak again. It's sweet. Hope you enjoyed me reliving it with you on Christmas Eve. We hustled to get this out. My thanks to Jason Berger, John Mamola, everybody at iHeartRadio. Uh, again, Jeff Ryan's our director of broadcasting. On behalf of Ronnie Nitrain Lane and Pat Donovan with our Buccaneers radio coverage, Gene Deckerhoff, Dave Moore, all of our people behind the scenes, uh, Jason Floyd, uh, our engineer, Kevin Worcester, who's assisted me for the better part of 25 years on Buccaneers Radio. How about that? Uh, as well as Chris and Mike Shorentino. Great stuff. Great stuff uh, here from the whole crew. Merry Christmas from all of us. I am merely TJ Reeves. The Bucs and the Saints will play next Sunday. Head-to-head, a huge moment for the Buccaneers to maybe clinch the NFC South next Sunday. Be loud and proud like the head coach was saying at Raymond James Stadium for that 1 p.m. kickoff. We'll be on the air at noon on New Year's Eve afternoon here from Tampa Bay as the Buccaneers go for a playoff spot for the fourth year in a row. It's only happened one other time in franchise history. Four straight years of the playoffs. The Bucs have never won the division three years in a row. They're trying to do that next Sunday as well. You control your own destiny, and this is a dangerous football team right now. I mean, you can say what you want about level of competition, teams with a winning record. They've beaten eight teams. They've beaten the last four teams. They look like a dangerous team right now that's got a shot at a home playoff game, and then it's up for grabs on what happens in the second season. For now, we're good. Merry Christmas, everybody, as we release the podcast. We're back next week to recap hopefully another big Buccaneer win as they take on the New Orleans Saints. For now, I'm TJ Reeves, and you've been listening to Nothing But Bucks.